Welcome to the Ohio District UPCI Podcast. The following message is spoken by Rashidi Collins. We hope and pray this message blesses your life. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit us at ohiodistrict.com. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord again. Look at your neighbor beside you and say, you look good tonight. Tell him I'm not lying. Amen. As good as you look, we didn't come to see each other, but we really came to see a move of God's spirit. How many love Jesus in the house? Would you, would you lift him up and glorify him and magnify him? Well, I wish I was in a revival church. I said, would you lift him up and glorify him and magnify him tonight? How many know Jesus is worthy? Somebody said from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, his name is worthy to be praised. If you're an apostolic filled with the Holy Ghost, if you're baptized in Jesus' name, there ought to be a praise on your lips. There ought to be a shout coming from your spirit. There ought to be a worship in your heart. And I don't care who's in the building. We're not too cute to magnify God because he's worthy to be. I'm trying to not be too overwhelmed by this campground in this beautiful district and I want to give double honor tonight to Bishop Stark. What a man of God. Would you clap your hands for him? Thank God for Bishop Stark and the Stark family. Uh, I was talking to his son and I told him it's not a good idea to talk to him before I preach because he's got all kind of great sermon ideas and he tells me about them. It messes with what I got to deliver. Thank God for Brother Kramer and the rest of the district board here. Would you clap your hand for our district leadership? And clap your hand for our pastors. Glory to God. The pastors of the Ohio district, their family. Come on, if you love your pastor. Amen. I also want to Thank God for my good friend that's here with me, uh, Evangelist David Smith. My, 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 my. And, uh, you know, those who know him, we call him Uncle David. He's everybody's uncle. And uh, he's a part of a group of men himself, Bishop Mark Morgan, who was here with us last night. Brother Greg Godwin, Brother Shatwell, amen. Just a group of men that are a big part of my life, and I really couldn't tell you how much they have impacted my ministry over the years. I love Brother Smith and his family. I want you to clap your hands for them, and I honor him highly, his wife and kids with us. And so many great friends that we have here in Ohio. Uh, if I started naming all of them, I'm going to get in trouble because I'm going to forget somebody. So I'm going to stop while I'm ahead. The one who's coming after me is greater than I, so I'm just setting the, setting the pace here for Brother Herring, who's coming tomorrow night. Going to preach the word of the Lord, and he's going to do amazing. And we want to go to the book of 2 Kings very quickly, chapter 4, beginning in verse 8. If you're standing by somebody and you brought your Bible... Uh, share your Bible with them. If you didn't bring your Bible, mm-mm-mm. ask your neighbor, where's your Bible? Should at least have it on the phone. Where'd all the musicians go? We left one musician on the platform. We like to have church out here in Ohio. We preach with music, glory to God. The drummers could have, everybody could have stayed, praise God. I don't know what happened. You're going to have to carry it, my friend. Praise God. Second Kings chapter 4, beginning in verse 8. 
It fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunem, where there was a great woman, and he constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as oft as he passed by, he turned in thither to eat bread. And she said unto her husband, Behold, now I perceive that this is a holy man of God, which passeth by us continually. Let us make us a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall, and let us set for him there a bed and a table and a stool and a candlestick. And it shall be when he cometh to us that he shall turn in thither. And it fell on a day that he came thither and turned into the chamber and lay there. And he said to Gehazi, his servant, call this Shunammite. And when he had called her, she stood before him and he said unto him, say now unto her, behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for thee? Wouldest thou be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among mine own people. In other words, I, I don't need that. And he said, What then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Verily, she hath no child, and her husband is old. And he said, Call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. And he said, About this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son. And she said, No, my Lord, thou man of God, do not lie unto thine handmaid. Very next verse said she conceived. And so we know that that word came to pass. And then in 2 Kings chapter 8, 2 Kings chapter 8, verse 4. The king talked with Gehazi, the servant of the man of God, saying, Tell me, I pray thee, all the great things that Elisha hath done. And it came to pass, as he was telling the king how he had restored a dead body to life, that behold, the woman whose son he had restored to life cried to the king for her house and for her land. And Gehazi said, My lord, O king, this is the woman, and this is her son, whom Elisha restored to life. And when the king asked the woman, she told him, So the king appointed unto her a certain officer, saying, Restore all that was hers and all the fruits of the field since the day that she left the land, even until now. I want you to know I came to Ohio tonight seeking the face of God, didn't know what the Lord wanted me to talk about until the Holy Ghost spoke to me what this, this church needed and the body of Christ needed in this season. God told me to talk to you tonight about prophetic sevenfold restoration. Prophetic sevenfold restoration. Now I knew I was going to get a little, a little Pentecostal clap on that because... You're not quite sure what I'm talking about yet. But I need a few Jesus name folks to lift your hands and lift your voices because you expect God to do something. I need somebody to dance in advance because something is getting ready to happen in your church. Something is getting ready to happen in your family. Something is getting ready to happen in this district. Your children are about to be delivered. Somebody needs to believe that God is able to give you a sevenfold. Lift your hands everywhere. Praise God. Begin to talk to Jesus from the back to the front. From side to side, open your mouth if you have the Holy Ghost and ask God to have his way. Father, we need you tonight. There is none like you, Jesus, neither in the heaven above nor in the earth beneath. No weapon that is formed against your people tonight will be able to prosper. I pray that you have your way in this place. I pray that you sanctify and deliver. I pray that you set free. I pray that you bring restoration to this house. Everything that they have lost, everything that has been stolen, I pray, Lord God, that you give it back to them in this very season. Tonight, Lord God, I pray that restoration will be released in the house. Lord God, we give you the glory. We bind every devil that would stand in the way of the work of God. We forbid the enemy to operate right here. We loose the power of the Holy Ghost to take full control of this atmosphere now. Have your way Jesus. Get the glory. Get the honor. Get the praise. Save, deliver, and heal. In Jesus' name, somebody ought to shout glory. Somebody ought to shout hallelujah. Somebody ought to shout amen. Do me a favor. High five three people and tell them tonight is the night for restoration. And you may be seated. In the presence of Almighty God. Sevenfold apostolic restoration. I didn't come with a, a cute three-point sermon to give the Ohio district. 
I really believe that God has a message for this district tonight. I want you to understand that in the text, we meet a Shunammite woman who was a great woman, a wealthy woman who, seeing the value of the man of God passing by her coast, decided to make space, Bishop Ellis, for God to do something on behalf of her family, on behalf of her future. Out of the kindness of her heart, she wanted to be a blessing to that man of God, told her husband, this is a great man of God passing by here continually. Let's just, let's just make space for him on the wall and build a room for him. Put a bed in there, put a table in there, put a candlestick in there so that when he passes by, he has somewhere to stay. This is important because in Scripture, we deal with a lot of typology. When you see Scripture, there is there's typology there. In other words, God will use something to symbolize something else. When you read Scripture in order to interpret it correctly, you've got to recognize that in the Old Testament, a lot of things are implicit. In the New Testament, a lot of things are explicit. In the Old Testament, a lot of things are concealed. In the New Testament, they are revealed. So if you're going to interpret Scripture correctly, you've got to really read Scripture with the lens of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the focus of the Word of God because he is the Word of God personified. The one that the Bible says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus Christ is the blueprint of God, the mind of God. He is God expressed. If you want to know God, you've got to look at Jesus because Jesus Christ is God. Oh, hallelujah. I know there's a spirit out here that's trying to make us less apostolic, but I just believe there's a few folk in the building tonight that say I'm a one God apostolic, tongue talking, devil chasing, aisle running child of God. I need somebody to help me pray against every foul and false spirit that would try to dumb down the apostolic doctrine. We are not ashamed of being a one God church. We're not ashamed of Acts 2.38. We still believe it's holiness or hell. I'm just wondering if I'm in the right district tonight. I, I feel a little liberty coming on me because I want to rebuke every demonic spirit of falsehood. I want to thank God for young people that still believe that Jesus Christ is God Almighty. And you're not afraid to say it. He katalabashaya. And so Jesus then is the focus of all scripture. The Old Testament and the New Testament point to Jesus. Jesus is the focus of every page, every line, every sentence, and every paragraph. It is, it's, it's Christocentric. Everything revolves around Jesus Christ. So if you read scripture with the lens of Jesus, then when you look at every Old Testament story, you have to look for Jesus in the story. We're dealing with Elisha. And the word Elisha means God is salvation. Uh, God, from the Hebrew term Elohim or El, uh, put together with Shua, Elisha, God is salvation. He is the successor of Elijah, which means God is Jehovah. So when you put Elijah and Elisha together, you're really getting the name Jesus. Because what you're saying is Jehovah is God who is salvation. Because in Isaiah, it says Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also is become my salvation. Jesus in Hebrew is Yeshua, which means Jehovah is salvation. So when Elijah and Elisha show up, what you're looking at is the anointing of Jesus that is working in the atmosphere. Jesus is the one that's doing the work through every Old Testament prophet. No one has authority on their own. We get our authority from God himself. It is the anointing that does the work. It is God that gets the glory. We don't raise the dead. God raises the dead. We don't cause blind eyes to open. God causes blind eyes to open. We don't make deaf ears to Jesus is the one that causes deaf ears to be unstopped. And God is a God of miracles. So every miracle you see in the Bible is attributed to God himself. This is why God gets the glory whenever we see a miracle.
miracle in the house of God. No preacher can take the credit for what God is doing. No preacher can take the credit for revival and harvest. God gets the glory. God is magnified. God is lifted up. God is exalted. And can I tell you if you would glorify him tonight, God would come into this place and begin to work miracles in our midst. Somebody needs to lift up Jesus. The more we lift him up tonight, the more God's going to do something in the building. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. So then, so then, if we're dealing with typology then, since Jehovah is God and Jehovah is salvation, literally what I'm saying is Jesus shows up in, in a type when Elijah and Elisha shows up. The woman that we meet now, the Shunammite woman, amen, we see three women that Elijah and Elisha interact with in a good way and one that they interact with in a bad way. Amen. Elijah interacted with a woman by the name of Jezebel. Jezebel was a spirit that was destructive. I want you to understand Jezebel is more than just a person. Jezebel is a spirit. We still deal with the spirit of Jezebel right now. Any spirit that tries to cut off the prophetic voice is a spirit of Jezebel. Elijah represented the word of God. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost getting ready to help somebody in the bill. Elbow somebody and tell them perk up just a little bit. Amen. Because we're getting ready to call out some stuff in the name of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Jesus is about to tear up. Amen. Every spirit that's coming against the prophetic voice of the pulpit in the district of Ohio. You're not going to shut your pastor down from preaching the truth. You're, gonna, you're not going to stop the man of God from preaching the truth in the apostolic church. You're not going to chain up the pulpit and stop the man of God from bringing forth the word of God. I need somebody to unshackle the pulpit in the Holy Ghost tonight and say, Pastor, I need you to preach whatever the Holy Ghost gives you to preach. My flesh might not like it, but my spirit needs it. I don't know why I'm going in this direction tonight, but I feel the Holy Ghost telling me to tell somebody, every spirit that's coming against the man of God, I rebuke the spirit of Jezebel that's trying to work in churches, that's trying to work in ministries. God Almighty is about to overthrow you, and we're not coming with shield and spear. We're coming with the name of Jesus, the weapons of our warfare, not carnal. I need a few of you in the Holy Ghost to lift your hands and lift your voice and begin to pull down every stronghold of the devil. Help me with these monitors. Let me preach just a little bit more. Amen. The spirit of Jezebel tried to shut up the man of God. Every time the spirit of Jezebel shows up, it comes against the prophetic voice. It doesn't want a sure word from heaven. It wants to silence every real man of God who might call out the sin and call out the wickedness. Amen. That is pervasive in society. But every real preacher ought to be able to preach that hell is hot. Heaven is still there for those who will repent we got to get some preachers that go back to holiness and can I just tell you Jesus name churches have got to walk in holiness holiness is still right it's still right to walk right live right act right talk right be right I want my praise to be holy. I want when I lift my hands that there are holy hands. I need pure. Y'all ain't hearing me tonight. I need to be pure in my praise. Because I want when I pray for God to listen. I want God to be able to send a miracle. Because there my prayer is holy. You're not going to have holiness if the pulpit is shackled. You will not have holiness if you think you can control the preacher. You can control the message. You can control the man of God. And I come against every spirit. Hallelujah. That would seek to intimidate. Hallelujah. The voice of God in your life. We come against the spirit of intimidation. I rebuke every spirit of fear. Why well, I come against every demonic spirit. I 
come against every devil that would seek to shut up the preacher. Somebody need to lift your hand and say, preacher, you are loosing the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm sorry, Bishop Stark, for coming all the way off the platform. Glory to God, but I just feel something. Hallelujah, trying to stir in Ohio. Every devil that's trying to shut preachers up, I rebuke him in the name of Jesus. We rebuke the spirit of Jezebel. Somebody lift your hand and say, I rebuke every Jezebel spirit. Every Jezebel spirit got to go. Well, I feel that for a second. Lift your hands for about 30 seconds and just begin to call on Jesus in this place. Every stronghold is coming down tonight. You're not wrestling against flesh and blood. You're dealing with principalities and powers. You're dealing with the rulers of the darkness of this world. You're dealing with spiritual wickedness in high places. We don't have time to be cute in church. You got to get real with your prayer. You got to get real with your praise. You got to begin to magnify God like you mean it. You got to go to war in the Holy Ghost. You've got to begin to fight in the spirit. You've got to begin to tear down every stronghold. God Almighty is calling on Ohio to move to the next level in the prophetic. You may be seated. Oh, yes. So here is Jezebel, you know, trying to shut Elijah up. That's one woman that they dealt with. Another woman that Elijah dealt with was a woman who was a widow woman who had a son. And God said, I've commanded a woman to sustain you. Elijah goes there, finds her. She's gathering a few sticks to die. Make her last meal and die. God had already made a way of provision for her through the prophet of God. Elijah says, make me a cake first. I know how some folk would have took that. No, I just told you I'm about to die. I'm making food for my son. We're about to die. You got some nerve telling me to make me a cake first. That's a stingy spirit. That is, that's a spirit that whenever the preacher says we're getting ready to build a building, you know, it locks up on the preacher. <sighs> Quickest way to shut down a revival is call for an offering like Brother Kelly. Lord have mercy. Brother Keller just came and took an offering and you could feel some folk getting sad. But I just feel in the Holy Ghost that God's about to release provision in Ohio but it's good. I'm telling you what I feel. I feel like God's about to turn this place upside down. God's about to multiply some people in this building. God's about to make a way for you out of no way. Every spirit of poverty that's been trying to hold on to your church, to your... Well, I wish I had a dancing church right about now. I wish I had a few folk that would receive the miracle and begin to praise for it before it even showed up. Because God's about to release provision. I come with a word from God. Elijah said, you make me that cake first. And when you make that cake, thus saith the Lord, that all you got will never run out. That little meal you have will never run out. God's going to take care of us with all of that. And God begin to give her increase. I don't know which church it is, which pastor it is, which ministry it is that needs to hear this word tonight. But God is watching what you've been doing sacrificially. And God Almighty is about to open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you have not room to receive. But you've got to magnify God in advance. It doesn't matter what it looks like now. They dealt with another woman after Elijah passes off the scene and Elisha takes over. There was a woman who was a, a mother to some children and a wife of, of a prophet that had died. And God made provision for this woman with just pots of oil. God said, you bring the pots and I'll provide the oil. 
That was a type of Christ. The pots were a type of vessels, people that need the Holy Ghost. The oil was a type of the anointing. And God said, as long as you bring an empty vessel, God will fill it. Are y'all still with me? Then we get to this next woman, the Shunammite woman. I want you to understand that all of these women are a type of something. Really, they're a type of churches, watch this, that are ready to receive prophetic instruction. In other words, if you make room for the prophetic, the miraculous will be released. Mm -hmm. If you close off the prophetic, you shut down your avenue for the miraculous to be released. But if you open the door for the prophetic, God Almighty will begin to release miraculous provision in the midst of the church. Every church that opens the door to prophetic instruction in this season is about to witness miracle signs and wonders in a dimension that they never had. Try him. Let me tell you what I feel in the Holy Ghost. Last time I was at this campground, Eli Hernandez was here. The prophetic. And after that, we lost a prophetic voice when we lost Brother Hernandez. I didn't even know this, but Brother Hernandez was a very close friend of Bishop Stark. Probably his best friend. But the Lord impressed on me that there is something about Ohio that is making room for the prophetic. There is a spirit here that's building a room for the prophet to dwell. In other words, the Ohio district is opening the door for prophetic instruction to be released. And God is telling me that we're about to see something pop off in this district. Something about to be released in this district. I don't know who wants to receive it in this district. There is a revival. There is a harvest. There is an increase that is coming to this district because there is a spirit here that's opening the door for the prophetic. Something about this district. This is not something that is new either. It's something that's actually been here for a long time where the prophetic can flow here. It feels welcome here. There is a room set for it here. There's accommodation for it. Lord have mercy. There's an open door for God to do what he wants to do. And say what he wants to say. And the spirit of Jezebel has been cornered in this district. Is being silenced in this district. Lord have mercy. Is being shut down in this district. And the voice of Elijah. And the voice of Elisha. Is allowed to move in this district. And because God sees the heart of the preachers, the pastors, the saints of God in the district of Ohio, I am speaking in the atmosphere now that there's an outpouring of the miraculous that's coming here. This is why the devil wants to shut you up tonight. But you need to defy that spirit. And you need to say, I'm going to open my mouth wide. I'm going to give God the glory. I'm going to praise him with everything I've got because I'm anticipating a work from God. Let me go quick. So here comes Elisha. Elisha says, call this woman. What is to be done for this woman? Gazi, what does she need? Does she need to be spoken to Spoken for to the king. And the lady said, no, I don't, need, I don't need anybody to talk to the king for me. She was a great woman. She had her own money. She had influence. She felt like she was all right in that regard. 
Gaze, I said, well, she doesn't have a baby. She's never had a child. Maybe we could do that for her. Elisha said, call this Shunammite. He said, God's about to give you a baby. Now, understand that she'd been trying, and she probably was dealing with barrenness. So her immediate response was, man of God, don't lie to me. Don't you get my hopes up. Don't you tell me God's going to do something, and then nothing happens. There's a, there's a spirit that can try to grab a hold of you when the prophetic shows up, when you get a word from God that makes you doubt what God says. God says that you're about to experience Holy Ghost revival. Well, don't lie to me because we've been praying for it for a long time and we haven't seen it. God says he's going to multiply you financially. Don't lie to me, amen, because I've been dealing with this spirit of poverty for a long time and I haven't seen a change. God said you're about to have revival, Holy Ghost revival. Well, don't lie to me. Don't you, don't you say something to me that that's not going to happen because I, I don't need a false prophet in my life. Sometimes it's not a false prophet that you got. What we're dealing with is doubt that needs to be removed. We've, we've got to get the doubt out of the church. We need some folk that when the man of God said, he's a, God's about to do something, that you just say, it shall be so. It shall come to pass. God's going to do what he said he would do. God's going to give you Holy Ghost revival. God's going to give you the harvest. God's about to give you the increase. God's about to give you deliverance. God's about to give you the breakthrough. Every demonic force is about to be torn down in your city. God's about to make a way for you out of no way. That spirit of witchcraft is about to be turned over. God's about to remove it from you. God's about to do this. God say you about to be pregnant. I come to tell every church here that you're about to be pregnant. Somebody. See, only half of y'all got that. I'm going to say it again. I'm telling every church in Ohio, you're pregnant. God's about to give you babies. Boy. Boy, I wish I, wish I had some prayer warriors who could get happy over that. God's about to give you babies. I said, God's about to give you babies. God's about to give you babies. There's about to be Holy Ghost revival in the district of Ohio. God's about to give you babies. Babies are coming. I don't care who lied to you before. There he is. There's my man on the organ. God's about to give you Holy Ghost babies. You're about to have spiritual children. He's just looking for somebody that's hungry enough for a word, hungry enough for a miracle, hungry enough for revival, hungry enough for deliverance, hungry enough for salvation, hungry enough for a move of God. God's about to give you babies. God's about to give you revival for somebody who wants it. I wish I had one pastor who would just run down here right now and say, you said something about babies? Glory to God. Come on. We're going to join together. I want to dance with a pastor that says, I want revival. I need to dance with a man of God that says, I want the increase. I want to see a man of God that when I say you're about to have babies, that your church is about to be pregnant. It's time for Holy Ghost increase. Hey, I'm tired of seeing these people die. It's time for people to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. There's a pastor here crying over your city. 
praying for your city. You're wanting to see the Holy Ghost poured out in your city. Well, God sent me all the way to Ohio to tell every pastor in this building, if you will make room for the prophetic, that God Almighty is about to pour out his spirit in your city. And you about to have babies. And I wish there was somebody who would help these preachers rejoice in advance because they believe the word of God. It shall. It shall. Oh, yes. That's all right. Sis, are you coming down here to rejoice? You might as well come on down here. She said, I'm not letting these preachers get by themselves. I'm jumping in on that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's all right. Glory to God. Let God have his way. Let God have his way. Let God have his way. It's time for revival. We did not come here to camp meeting to leave the same way we came. We did not come to be cute. We did not come to be sophisticated. You got to make room for the prophetic so you can receive the word of God. You receive it, don't you? Listen now, Rev. Listen, preachers. This one is for somebody who will receive it tonight. You ready now? He told her she was going to have a baby. And the Bible said, guess what? Next verse, she conceived and had a baby. Somebody rejoiced that she had a baby. Your church is going to have revival? Yes, we are. Your church is going to reap the heart? Yes, we are. I wish you could see it. I wish you could feel it like I feel it in Ohio. What the devil meant for evil, God's about to turn it around for good in Ohio. The enemy thought he could shut your mouth, but you got rid of the first lady. You got rid of Jezebel. And now you're on this other one. Jezebel is the church that kills the prophetic. But the Shunammite woman makes room for the prophetic. Well, guess what happened after that? The boy died. Oh, Bishop Stark. Why would God give me a revival? And then it looks like my church is dying now. Well, I wish I had a preacher now. See, this next one is for the real folks. I can't, I can't, I can't mess with fake folks. I'm just dealing with real people now. There are people in this building under the sound of my voice. God gave you a miracle and your miracle died. I said your miracle died. And you're discouraged because the enemy told you that that was the end of your miracle. But God sent me to Ohio to tell you, you need to go over there and pick up your miracle tonight. Pick up your miracle tonight. Wherever your miracle fell, wherever your miracle went down, I need you to get over there. I need you to scoop up your miracle. I need you to bring your miracle over to the room of the prophet and put him on the prophet's bed. Whew. Boy, this is where some of my praying intercessory mothers come in. See, sometimes you need a praying mother in a church to get a church right. I wish I had somebody. Sometimes you need a praying mother in a church to get a church right. I tell you why. Because a mother's love is the closest approximation to the desperation that God feels for his children. So when you get an anointed Holy Ghost mother praying... 
Get you a Holy Ghost mother. Get you a Holy Ghost woman of God to pray. She's not going to take no for an answer. It's not going to be some cute, sedity prayer. It's not going to be sophisticated. She's getting ready to lose all her bobby pins, y'all, and go crazy to pray. Everybody act like you're picking up a body. Just like you got the baby in your hand. Come on. Hilabashata. Say, what you doing? This is my miracle. What happened to my miracle? My miracle died. Somebody gave me a prophecy. It came to pass and then it died. I was having revival and all of a sudden people started leaving my church. My church was split three ways. Y'all not talking to me. I felt like giving up the ministry. I felt like just giving up completely. I felt like turning in my cart. I was going to call Bishop Stark and say, you know what? It doesn't matter anymore. I just, I just feel like giving up. I don't want to go a step further. There's a mother in here. Your child backslid. And you thought for sure that they were going to die out there. But God sent me to tell you, pick your baby up. Pick your baby up. Pick your baby up. Pick up that baby. Pick him up. Pick her up, pick them up, and bring them to the room of the prophet. Ooh. Come on, churches. Come on, preachers. You started a building program. And then all of a sudden, you ran out of money. And the building program looked like it died. You remember? Had a vision. Got an architect. Got some stuff together. Put some blueprints out there. You told the church, this is what we're about to do. Then COVID hit. The money stayed right, but the people went funny. I'm talking to some real folks here. PPP helps some of you. Lord, help us, Jesus. But you know, just look like your little building program went sideways. Gonna start a new ministry. Had plans to plant that daughter work, but it died. Somebody you were dependent on backslid. I was sure that we were going ready to launch this thing, but it died. The miracle died. Preachers came through and prophesied about it. You quit believing it now. It's been so long. For some of you, it's been years that it died. Do it again. Pick it up. Hey, where are you going with that, preacher? I'm, I'm going over. I'm going over to the room that I prepared for the prophet. What you gonna do with the baby? I'm gonna put him on the prophet's bed. Cause whatever prophesied it is gonna have to resurrect it. Whoever said it, Shatalabasaya, the same God that said it, the same God that spoke it, the same God that declared it, is the same God that girl got to go into the prophet that praying mother she said you take me up here to the prophet wait I'm going up here to the prophet I'm gonna bring this thing to the prophet she gets up there and Gehazi you know tries to block her because you know she's coming to grab a hole you know that's what these women do they get so radical y'all not saying nothing there's always somebody trying to block you from getting to the anointing look at your neighbor and say get out of my way tell him I love you but move well, I wish you would get real with him. Say, I love you. I love you with the love of the Lord. But I'm going to need you to move out of my way. Because I got a dead miracle. A dead 
declaration, a dead decree, and it's got to get up today. It's got to get up today. It's got to get up today. So either you will help me pray, help me praise him, help me worship, or get out of my way. Either you gonna dance with me or move. Pray with me or move. Y'all not saying nothing. Shout with me or move. Give God the glory with me or move, man. Guess the stepping. Either you gonna help me lift up Jesus or I can't walk with you. I can't hang with you. I don't need any more negativity around me. I need somebody that got faith that God is able. God is able. God is able. Hey, do me a favor. Put your hand on that lady's head right there, right behind you. That one right there. You know you. Lift your head. Oh, yes, tonight's your night. Because you brought that miracle to the altar tonight. And God said, whatever was put down, I'm going to pick it up for you. I'm going to lift it up for you. God can raise it tonight. Somebody shout glory because God is going to raise it. All right. Watch it, Bishop. Bishop, we're here in Ohio, and the prophetic, the room of the prophetic is working in Ohio, because there's something on your superintendent, for example. Your superintendent believes in making a room. I got news for you, Bishop Stark. If God wants to expand the Ohio district, God is going to do it in this season. All he needs is a man like you, and some men like you, and some saints like you. Whatever you declare, whatever you believe for, whatever you're praying for, it shall. go ahead and get myself in trouble I'm leaving tomorrow anyway glory to God y'all can fix it after I'm gone look at your neighbor tell your neighbor neighbor this building not big enough for us see look at you saying it all cute and nice tell your neighbor neighbor this property is not big enough for us it's time for expansion it's time for increase You better believe that God can do it in Ohio. You better believe that God's going to do it in Ohio. You better believe that God's getting ready to do it in Ohio. Hey! Y'all. Y'all behave. I see what they're trying to do. They're trying to kill me. Look at your neighbor and say, getting ready to happen. Look at the pastor and say, your church is not big enough for the people that God is getting ready to send your way. I wish I had a preacher that believed that. It's time for expansion. It's time for increase. Come on, come on, come on. Doesn't matter what the city is. 
behave too much, just behave moderately. Oh boy. Tell your neighbor, either you gonna believe with me, tell them. Or I need you to excuse me just a little bit. Just, I need you to step to the left or, or do something. Give me a little bit of room. I cannot mess with negativity tonight. The spirit of doubt will not work tonight. All you praying women in here, do you hear me? Every praying mother in here, lift your hand and shout hallelujah. If you believe God for your family. All right, All right listen. Say, look, God, something happening. The Lord hid it from me. That lady said, look, didn't I tell you not to deceive me? Huh? And I tell you, don't tell me stuff and get my hopes up. And it got me out here like this. Do something for my baby. My baby is dead. Elijah turns to Gehazi and says, go raise the boy. Gehazi goes out there, put his staff on him. Didn't work. I don't need a facsimile when I need the miracle. I need the real thing. Y'all not hearing me tonight. I need God himself to show up in my situation. I need God himself. Is there anybody that says I need God himself? This is where typology comes in. Elisha here becomes now a type of Christ. God is salvation. Are y'all still with me here? Elisha goes to the boy, prays over him, and raises the boy from the dead. I'm speaking to somebody in this building, somebody who will lift your hand and receive it right now, that everything that the devil tried to kill in your life, God's about to breathe on it. God's about to blow into it. Hey! Somebody lift your hand and say, breathe on it, Jesus. Breathe on it, God. God's about to resurrect your miracle. Put your hand on your neighbor's shoulder and say resurrection, 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 in the name of Jesus, live, 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 live. Ready, Uncle David. Woo! They thought you were gonna die, but you're still here. The devil thought you were gonna die, but you're still breathing. The devil thought it was over for your ministry, but you're still here. The devil thought it was over for your church, but you're still here. The enemy thought you wouldn't make it back, but you're here. The grace of God. Come here, boy. Man, come on, Rev. Come on. Come on. He's alive now. Was supposed to die, but God. Yeah. So one day, the king and Gehazi are having a conversation about Elisha. Years later, because, watch this now, if you make room for the prophetic, not only is it going to give you a son, sure. it's going to also resurrect your son. Then after it resurrects your son, it's going to warn you about impending danger so that what you have brought back alive can be preserved even when there's a famine. I come to speak to Ohio. 
that God's not giving you a miracle that's going to die again. Because once he resurrects your miracle, he's going to give you everything you need to keep your miracle alive. Come here, baby. Come here. We're going to use you. Take your son. He, she's going to be your son today. So Elisha sends a message to the lady. Say, take your boy, grab him by the hand, and get out of here. You're going over there by the drums. Stay over there by the Philistines. Not that the drummer is a Philistine. Drummer is a good man of God, praise God. You stay over there by the Philistines. Guess what? There's a famine coming in the land. Yeah. Ah, there's some stuff getting ready to happen in America. Y'all better hear me. And that's why God raises up the prophetic. So I can warn you that there might be a famine that's getting ready to show up. But if you listen to the prophetic, it's going to keep you alive. No matter what's going on out there. Do I still have a little bit of time with y'all? Or y'all want to go eat something? Let me tell y'all something. God is able to preserve the church yes. in the middle of any crisis. Yes. Wall Street is not our source. We don't need Wall Street to eat. We need Jesus to eat. God is able to provide for the church in the middle of trial, in the middle of crisis. Ohio District, get yourself ready. So when you're over there hiding, over there hiding from the famine, all you got to do is just keep on giving God the glory over here. Just keep on giving God the glory, even though it seems like a famine. I'm prophesying to somebody who feels like you're going through the driest place in your life. You've been going through the dry land. You've been dealing with the wilderness. Anybody in here? You've been walking through a place that seemed like there's nothing there. But isn't it something when the, when the devil thought he had you? Even in the middle of your famine, you still gave God the glory. And God sustained you in the middle of your trial and in the middle of your circumstance. Now here's what I came to preach about tonight. I'm just, all of that was the introduction. Thank you, Jesus. Here's what I came to tell you. There are people under the sound of my voice. You've been going through so much and it's been a seven year drought. The seven that I'm talking about is not just numeric. Seven is a number of completion and totality. When seven comes, that means it's total, it's complete, or it's finished. Six days God labored and created and on the seventh day he rested because he's about to start over. Somebody gonna get this in Ohio. You have been in a spiritual seven year famine. Meaning the devil been messing with you but God sent me to tell you and I wish you would tell your neighbor Tonight, the famine is over. number seven is so important to Ohio tonight but God is saying he brought you through a trial 
it included the pandemic. But it included some other stuff that I don't know nothing about. I'm not from Ohio. I don't know what's been going on here. How the enemy has tried to block some of you preachers. That you've declared some stuff and the enemy has tried to block it from going forward. There is a level of revival that you are pressing into that the enemy tried to stop. There is a harvest and an increase that seemed like it was just, just outside of your reach. Come here, Brother Crowder. Here's Gehazi and the king talking. And the king said, tell me something. Tell me something about Elisha and some stuff that he did. Elisha got to talk and said, well, there was a lady. And uh, Elisha prophesied she'd have a boy. Then the boy died. Then uh, Elisha prayed over the boy and the boy came back to life really right about that time the woman and her son came back after the seven-year famine to cry out to the king for her land mama come over here and act like you need something just lift your hand and go to shouting and say i need it see yeah 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 that's right see see sometimes some of you too cute you don't need it as bad you don't really need it too bad so your prayer is not desperate enough your little quiet praise and your little quiet shout i need somebody to get out here and cry out to the king for your land for your house as a neighbor I want it all back everything that the devil stole from me I want it all back everything I lost I want it all back I want my joy back I want my peace back I want my praise back I want my anointing back I want my family back I want my children back I want my miracle back I want it I want it want it. Jesus. 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 I want it back. You know what the king said? Tell you what we going to do. I'm going to appoint an officer. Hey, angel, come here, angel. Yeah, you be the angel. Glory to God. Here's what I need you to do. See that lady over there? Her house and her land. Give it back to her. But we're not just going to give her back her house and her land. I want you to act like there wasn't a famine for seven years and everything that the land would have produced in the last seven years. I want you to give her all the fruit and all the produce. I want you to give her a sevenfold restoration. Go on over there and put it in her hands. Hey! What you gonna do when God gives it back to you? What you gonna do when God gives it back to you? What you gonna do when God gives it back to you? What you gonna do when God gives it back to you? Sevenfold restoration. Sevenfold restoration. Sevenfold restoration. The prophetic is about to be released. Grab somebody by the hand. 
look him in the face and tell him you about to get a sevenfold restoration tell him it's happening right now your backsliders are coming back i said your backsliders are coming back your vision is coming back your miracles are coming back your family is coming what's about to happen the man of God about to release a word of faith of restoration in the house when he does it I want you to pray and worship and praise and glorify God like it's already happened look at your neighbor and say get ready tell your neighbor tell two or three people beside you get ready how many knows it's gonna happen right now how many knows it's gonna happen right now your neighbor I receive it right now it's gonna happen right now by the authority in the Word of God and by the power of the name Jesus we release it now can you shout hallelujah right now and that concludes this podcast if you enjoyed this podcast please like share and subscribe and for those of you on iTunes leave us a good rating thank you for listening to the Ohio District podcast